1: This barge is named after Emmeline Pankhurst. It's taking us to the fan debate that we're going to do in wholesale football. <laughs> he cannot not turn up for his football club. I've just said that. You're ignoring that bit. So the presenter is Josh Denzel. He's ex Love Island, but he's a presenter. Okay. Love Island
2: barge. Not very very keen, that is it. Welcome to the first overlap live fan debate.
3: If we continue to fail to rebuild, are the Glazers worried?
4: Are you excited to meet the fans? Uh,
3: Truthfully, you know, not really, but I'll engage with
5: him. But where's it, he's a great pro and he trains properly. He turns up, that's Crazy your job. Nice <laughs> <laughs> stadium there, you know, lads, eh? Happy memories, a few bad ones. Gabby
3: Agbonlo ripped me apart out there. I yeah, <laughs> find it hypocritical.
6: Why are you buying rejects from Chelsea, yeah, you rogue That's just stupid, No, It's not stupid. It so is much. stupid.
1: <laughs> right, here we are.
2: Hello and welcome to the first Overlap Live fan debate. Looking forward to the start of the new Premier League season. We're going to be getting the views and opinions of the fans, and we're going to get the thoughts from three Premier League legends. Please welcome Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher yeah. and Roy Keane. <laughs> You go. Okay. You go. Let's kick it off. What are you most looking forward to about the start of the new season I'll start with you game? Fans
1: back in the stadium, seventy-five thousand people in Old Trafford uh, on Saturday against Leeds. That game that was last year, obviously no fans in there. Um, Football been back to normal, really. Yeah. I think the last 18 months it's not been real for any of us, just life's not been real. And I think the fact that football, we saw a glimpse of it in the summer in the Euros, we're doing the games, when Wembley was absolutely bouncing for the England games. That Croatia semi-final atmosphere was as good as I've ever seen it. And it just gives you a sort of understanding of, we, we always talked last year about how, how important fans yeah. were, but then to see it again, you, you literally had forgotten what it was like.
5: Roy, I come to you. Yeah, obviously with the fans being back, uh, the clubs, you're always interested in what our clubs do with their new signings. Obviously we see Grealish going to um, City. We see how Villa might do, the promoted teams, how they'll yeah. get on. So yeah, when football's in your blood, you just look forward to the games and it's it's part of your life again at the weekends. But I think the fans being back in, it just makes it. It gives yeah. it energy in the stadiums, uh, whether, it's, whether it's good or bad energy sometimes. Obviously if you're at home, it's great. Away from home, you're getting uh, dog's abuse. It's... Um, <laughs> That's oh, good. I'm looking forward to it, and just uh, particularly with the clubs at new signings. Yeah, and of course, it's always interesting to see uh, you know who can win that league.
2: For
5: sure, I, I think the
6: we've never really had it is more than two teams challenged with the league, and I just look at the signings of of Chelsea. I think Man United signings are good as well. Whether Liverpool go again if if Kane comes in, it just it just feels like. Those four teams could could fight it out. It never seems to happen. It always ends yeah. up that it's, it's two teams in the end. But I'd love to see a few teams sort of
2: in, you know, there or thereabouts, sort of March, April. We'll, we'll dig into that a little bit more later. But it's interesting now when, after a major tournament that England are involved in, and we've, we've limped out at the final stage or, or something like that. The, the atmosphere around football and the return of, of the Premier League is, is not always the best. Usually, at this time, we might be talking about, you know, the Olympics or who's won Wimbledon, and it's, it's, football's almost on the back burner. Have you noticed after the performances at the Euros that there there is a bit more of a buzz about the Premier League return? I think there is. I mean, I think
1: that the gap has been really short for Mm. the players. I mean, I know it was like sometimes when we played, but it feels like they were like playing two or three weeks ago and now they're going again. But I think that, look, this England team for the last two or three years uh, under Gareth have have set a new standard. I think they brought respect back actually to English players. The thing that I didn't like when I was, well, there was a number of things that I didn't like when I was playing with England or when I was coaching with England was that I didn't feel as though we were respected, we were almost mocked around mm-hmm. Europe, mocked around the world, and sometimes rightly so. That's for. because
6: you went out on the group stage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes rightly so, um, we would get mocked, but I think with Gareth yeah. after, the, after Russia and then what they've done this summer, I think people value English players again, they recognise yeah. that they can be talented, they can be technical, they can be yeah. tactically aware. And um, we've not had that for a number of years, so I'm actually I'm glad that the rest of Europe and the world are seeing England yeah. as we would like it to be, which is that we've got good players, we've got a bit of respect back. I do still think English coaches have got a long way to go in yeah. terms of getting to that level where they're seen and viewed as being the sort of top coaches in Europe. We're not there yet, um, so I think. But that usually comes with players first, because yeah. we're influenced by the likes of Pep Guardiola, Jose Mourinho, Jurgen Klopp, all the great coaches we've got. There's no doubt that's helped us as well. But now we need our coaching
2: standards to get to a really high level. Okay, I was going to say, it's more about the atmosphere. I guess the people are buzzing to get back in of stadium. Now we've got fans in as well. It's, it's, that, it's been almost like a party atmosphere. And are we going to see that in the stands come the first game of the season? I think we will. I think just going on the back of, of Liverpool having a couple of preseason
6: games, that, you know, speaking to fans, then just that buzz of going to the game. Really, I'm, I'm seeing your mates or going for a, a couple of drinks before the game. That sort of ritual and routine that you've had before, and that'll be just you know right across the country now. So, I think there will be a huge buzz. There was it. There's a massive buzz of you know the tournament in the summer with England, the press, you know, fans, everybody involved. Takes you back to sort of 1990 Euro '96, and there's always that. Follow on after that I felt like everyone Can remember those summers And I think this one Will be the same I And mean, just hopefully You know with the Premier League Now in the position The Premier League's in We always argue Or, or debate well, What's the best league But yeah. the situation Barcelona and Real Madrid Find themselves in you've, you've got to think The Premier League teams Have got to be looking To dominate the Champions League Over the next few years The top players Want to be coming here I mean Chelsea Just taking into Milan Striker who just won Serie A It's just like It's not even a debate He's coming We've got the money We're, we're, we're taking him off yeah. And that was always maybe the case in, in yesteryear. Certainly my experience with Liverpool, but if, if Barcelona or Real Madrid wanted one of your players, there was nothing you could do. And I just think the position the Premier League's on, uh, in now, on the back of England in the summer, top players coming in, I think it, it's really exciting for everyone.
2: Roy, right, it's been a, an extremely short pre-season for a lot of these players, especially those that have gone on into the latter stages of the Euros. Is that going to
5: affect certain clubs more than others, especially those that got high percentage. Yeah, levels. of course, the the, the, the clubs you've um, obviously had most players away, but then again, usually the bigger clubs have the bigger squads, so when they do come back, they do give them a chance to maybe rotate them and obviously leave more of the League Cup games or certain European games they think they're going to win anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's always been a problem for clubs, the bigger clubs, when they've got a lot of players away, but like I said, they've got the bigger group of players, and I have to say, the modern player now, whether it be physically or mentally, when they come back there, with sports science, the fitness side of it, it they are machines. They do come back and they're in great, in great shape. And to be fair, when players go away oh, now, see, we've seen pictures, the top players, when they go oh, away yeah. now, they're not like, they're not stuck at airports and they're not going to Iannapa with their, You know, they're on yeah. yachts and they're getting <laughs> private jets. Do we yachts?
2: If you boys had invited me, i come with you.
5: Yeah. Uh, we weren't on, I don't know if the lads were on yachts, but certainly we weren't going on yachts. So the players don't have the best of everything. So when they have the three or four yeah. weeks off, and you read about any of them, they're going away, they're getting the best. Even I, I, I look and I read about some of the younger players, they all have like chefs and they get yeah. proper looked after. So when they come back and they've had three or four weeks off, it seems to be enough room now. Yeah. And this is the way they look after their bodies. Whereas years ago when we played, if we had three or four weeks off, it was a struggle sometimes. Yeah. But the modern player now, even I look at the Greedish in the last week, Kane, these lads have probably only been back a week, the yeah. United lads. They would have been playing within a week, a friendly game. Yeah. I think Maguire and these lads played the weekend. So oh, yeah. it's not as if they're gonna need three or four weeks training, because on the back of the Euros, these lads probably get back up to speed in a couple of weeks in terms of their fitness. Yeah. Of course, of course they need matches. So the modern players know they they are machines. Let's go to the title race. Can City go and do it again?
2: Yeah. What the you, Roy's looking yeah, at me like I've just he, said a he, swear he, word
5: there. Like you said City, are you? Leicester, or, Leicester or Man City, which, which city are you talking about? I'm talking about Manchester City. Oh, so. right, okay, oh, right, they can, that's they that's can. That's <laughs> I, t- it's interesting, you know, I talk about, like,
1: City strategy, they're not overspent in yeah. the lot, you they've know, spent good money, don't get yeah. me wrong, in a lot of money, but they seem to be in something different this summer. The idea that they're willing to pay 100 million for Jack Grealish, I think he's a shift. And it looks like they're willing to pay more, even for Harry Kane. Now, obviously, they need a striker. There's no doubt they need a lost Sergio Aguero. I thought they needed one when (laughs) Sergio was there. Um, But for Pep to buy English players, you know, he's obviously got Foden, he's got Sterling, he's buying Grealish, he wants Kane. I think that, again, coming back to that respect point before about English players, the fact that the greatest coach in the world at the moment is willing to invest heavily in them. And that City... I I don't... I think City always do something. They always have a plan behind things. And I look at City's star players. They're not massive personalities. You know, the brilliant players, so De Bruyne, players like that are fantastic players, Diaz, but they haven't got any pin-ups. You look at some clubs that have got, like, your massive media personalities. Yeah. I look at Jack Grealish, how popular... Who was the
6: pin-up for United when you were playing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we a few. David Beckham. It well, wasn't Gary Neville. <laughs> Bex, Ronaldo, you know, you have stars. Even now, Paul Pogba is a massive global star on Instagram, on social media. Grealish is massively popular. Yeah. Massively popular yeah. in the country. Um, Do you think he's a game changer for them for 100 million? And that's I, to, to go and win the Champions League. I don't just think. It, I mean, look, it's a football signing, course it is, but I think it's a little bit more than that. I think there's something in City's makeup that says that they've got a great team, a great manager, but they have still not got that sort of massive yeah. personalities. That, right. yeah, yeah, that project them onto that sort of stage. I think in England, Grealish is as big as it gets in terms of sort of how he's viewed. Um, you, Kane, can you really
2: think that, that Pep's thinking about no, marketing Pep's not. and strategy? No, 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 not. And... not.
1: But someone will have had to say yes to hundred million. Yeah. He'd have bought th- him if he was thinking of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it will have gone through. A de- and I think I don't know. Just something feels a little bit different about City's yeah. plan this summer, City strategy, yeah. and I think Kane as well. You know, it makes them, you know, bit the, the best English player, mm-hmm. and then probably the most popular in terms of sort of social media, in terms of how he's portrayed, English player. You know, good-looking lad. Um, to me, it just feels a little bit different, and I yeah. think City. If City get Kane, they will win the league. If would they get Kane, you, would you agree, both of you?
5: I know it's hard for you both to say. No, no, no. Listen, the this, this squad they've got. It. When you think of them, the first two or three months of last year, we we were kind of writing off Man City. We just thought they'd lost their way, lost their bit of hunger, their desire, and then they went on a great run in the new year and they were fantastic. And I don't know why we'd even dip, de- we'd even doubt people like Pep Guardiola. But of course, if they get Kane, but obviously it looks like. Uh, Obviously, Chelsea getting the top striker as well in. I still think United need one or two players. But if Kane goes to Man City, then of course the goals. Again, he's guaranteed 20-25 goals if he's taking the penalties as well. Um, Gary makes the point about Jack and the package. That is part of a club's... Mm. It is part of their brand when they're buying a player. It is. They they look at sales and social media and all this type of thing. But also from Pep's point of view, he he got interviewed the weekend. He spoke about Jack. Obviously, he's English. And the first thing he said, he's 25. So he's a good age in terms of Pep will want to work with him. Pep will look at him and go, I can improve you like I've done with other players. And obviously that's what you think the great coaches will do. So they probably still think, Jack, there's loads of improvement to come from him. Um, but Kane, if he goes to Man City, it'd be, you know, very difficult to stop him.
6: The two brilliant players. My only thing with, with Man City is... Even the year Liverpool won the league, City still scored more, more, more goals. So Pep Guardiola's team, whether Harry Kane signs, I think yeah. we will still score more goals. Yes, Harry Kane, will, as Roy said, will, will guarantee you're getting 25, 30 goals. If someone is to stop City winning the league, that'll be because City have got problems defensively, in, in my eyes, or they've got a problem. at It won't be the fact that they're not scoring en, enough goals because they've just got that many creative players. I think Harry Kane, but not so much a game changer, because that's not... Forget They've had Sergio Aguero, yeah. and they've been the two best strikers in the Premier League for the last five or six years, so they're replacing one with the other. The Jack Grealish one, really intrigues me because he doesn't, even though I'm a huge fan of his, yeah. and if he decided for maybe United, I could understand it a bit more. Whereas, when I think of City, it's, it's the ball moving quickly, and you, you can't get close to them, and Jack takes touches and, and, and wants to you know draw people in, maybe get fouls. And, I'm, and there's talk of him actually playing in that central position, more yeah. than, than left wing, where... You've had David Silva before, and, and I thought Phil Foden would play there eventually and maybe replace him, and I'm just really interested to see how that dynamic works, the way Jack Grealish plays is not what I'd associate a Man City sort of midfield player to be. So whether City have to adapt to him slightly, or, you know, with the coaching of Pep Guardiola, he adapts swings so Because it's not a one that really stands out. And, and I'll be honest with you, I don't think it's a, a game-changer as such, because David Silva's one of the best players we've seen. Yeah. In that position, Phil Fulton's one of the best young players we've seen. Who sort of not exactly the same, but are going to play in a similar area.
1: Uh, but I look at Sterling before he went. I mean, I worked with Sterling with um, with England. And you obviously saw him at Liverpool. You've all watched him. That's a different player now than when he was at Liverpool. Same with Mahrez when he was at Leicester. He was quite greedy. He used to cut it on his left foot. He was predictable all the time. I think what Pep does with players, you just mentioned about improving them, Jack will become a completely different player inside 18 months talk about the extra touches he takes and he sort of wants... He, he'll just do exactly... Pep's robotic in his coaching. He'll just do what he says. Point.
6: So it is... It'll be interesting to see... I, I don't class Jack Uribe as a robotic player. I don't. What I mean is he's a bit of a free spirit. He'll, he'll take touches, he'll, he'll pop up in different positions.
1: Well, Sturman's and, a 20-goal striker now in terms of he wasn't that you know, all the time at Liverpool. No, he will turn I'm him into what he is, wants to turn him be, into.
6: It'll be interesting to see... Can, can he make Jack Grealish that? And, and then are uh, you're actually taking something away from Jack Grealish if he does become that I'm I, not saying he won't improve he's my best coach in the world I think Jack
5: would have sat down when, obviously before yeah. he signed and he would have got that message and, and I, I know Jack a little bit from my short time at Villa and he he does love the game I think he has gone to City thinking okay I've gone for 100 million but he knows there's so much of his game he wants to improve and of course he would have sat down with the, future, the manager he's going to be working with and I think Pep went, I can turn you into this much better player. He obviously will be playing with better players and he's going to mature as he gets older. But I think he looked at Pep and thought, you are the perfect manager for me. And he would look at players like Sterling and other lads in Ford and who's improved over last year too and thinking, there's more that I can improve and okay, it's 100 million. But I think the 100 million... Jack, the bottom line is, will Jack make Man City better? I think the answer, of course, is yeah. Yeah. And you have to pay big money for that.
6: Well, you play, you're obviously a central midfield player. Do you see him with this talk of playing, not exactly central midfield, but one of the, the three? Do you think he would be better than there or maybe wide left?
5: Well, I, I, I keep going back to it. I, I think his strongest position at the moment, Jim, is on that wide left where he comes in and links up. But like any good player, he'll have to learn and mature and play in different one or two positions. Mm. But he could play in the middle of the park in a big game. I don't know. But again, I go back to it when you haven't got the ball. But they are parts of his game, no doubt, he'll want to learn, like Mm. like we all had to do. And that would just come with maturity and also working with better players. But could he play in a three midfield? I think he could do if he got really good sitting midfielders behind him or disciplined. I think Jack certainly has got the intelligence to do that. I think, don't underestimate Jack's football knowledge. And I think every time you you hear him talking, he is a lover of the game. You know, some lads are brilliant players, but they're not not necessarily students of the game. I, I think Jack does want to go on to that extra level that next level, and I think he's looked at Pep in Man City, thought, you're a perfect fit for me. We'll 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 get get more into
1: Jack. In two two years' time, (coughs) I, I think Grealish, you could easily be watching Grealish in two years' time, it could be a tackler. it could be someone who's sprinting back. it could be someone who's getting into the box and scoring 15, 20 goals a
5: season. I don't a know a tackler, Gary. <laughs> No, <laughs> no I'd draw the
1: line at that. No, quite, no, no seriously. So don't De- you want that right now for 100 no, million? No, when you watch De Bruyne and Silva defend in midfield for Pep Guardiola two or three seasons ago, it's unbelievable the sprinting, the back tackling, yeah. the work they were doing. It wouldn't surprise me if in a year and a half time we're looking at him sprinting back harder than anybody, because Pep's got it into him, that's part of the game you have to do at this club. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, no, I, I get all that, but I still
2: don't know if you he's a tackler. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I
5: don't. No, I don't think so. Yeah,
2: we'll, we'll get a bit more into transfer business and Jack in a bit, but I want to know who you guys think are the contenders to the throne. Who can
5: usurp City? Well Chelsea. See, if, yeah. if, if, if Chelsea Chelsea. Yeah. Is that, you, that, that is Chelsea have always had the quality yeah. and again in the last year towards the last few months, even you look at them, we we thought there's plenty of energy, new manager, new ideas. And they've always had quality players, Chelsea. But again you were looking the last year to two, going that a bit like City now at the moment, that oh no goal score and Lukaku I don't know if it's, if it's gone through or it's gone through. Then it gives them a great chance. I know Liverpool have a lot of players coming back, but I would—I'd st- be looking at City and Chelsea. Unless United or Liverpool pull something out of the bag in the next week or two with another couple of brilliant signings, but as we sit here today, you can't see beyond Man City or obviously Chelsea. Do you think Chelsea as well? I do, because if you look at Pula no, I'm
6: just—I'm just, just thinking of yeah. what you said about Lukaku when he was here at Man United. Oh, no,
1: but I, honest, I think certain players suit certain so clubs. Were you yeah. saying yeah. that I, Lukaku wasn't? Nah, never going to work out there. Never going to work out there. What was, what was the reason for that? And it just what, wasn't maybe, right. Just some, you know, so Maybe a time's not right. Maybe a yeah. manager's not right. Maybe a feeling's not right. Some players, you just look at them in the shirt and you think, nah.
5: Sometimes it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Does
1: it? Into, just, Milan, into Milan, but is, it is, works. Is,
5: is it a mentality thing? Is it, a, is it systems? A, is it uh, time. Yeah, and it can be the timing oh, yeah. for a player is huge. You might go over the the, the the club, Man United, and maybe at the wrong time. Because there was no doubt he was a brilliant player. Mm. Like his, yeah. his stats will tell you that, even going back to his time at Everton. There's people around the crowd who will follow their. T- and certain times, a, cl- a player will come to a club, a brilliant player. Yeah. And it just, it's just not the right fit. The, the chemistry is not right. It might be the coach, it might be the manager. A player mightn't settle in the area. He might have one or two injuries. So when Lukaku went off to Inter Milan, don't tell me anyone was surprised he scored no. that many goals. And obviously yeah. he worked on his diet. And again, I go back to it. He matured himself as a player going to another country. So when he's coming back now, you're thinking, again, a bit like Kane. There's is, not is many he a strikers. You, he's guaranteed goals. And again, mm. Chelsea the way they play and are the sharpness and the quality of on the ball, be, again, it guarantees you 20 goals. Jurgen Klopp wouldn't sign Lukaku
1: in a million years. Nah, yes. Wouldn't sign him in a million years. Neither would probably Pep Guardiola. But Chelsea, the club that have had that type of striker, Acosta, yeah. uh, a costa, a drogba, that single-point striker, yeah. that physical presence, that one that really, to be fair, carries that line, they've had that in their armoury for 20 years. It suits Chelsea Football Club. He wouldn't, he wouldn't press from the front, so he would never suit Jurgen Klopp. He would never suit Old Trafford. He would never suit Old Trafford. That, the fans out there need a, a personality up front, someone who's going to... you know, Cavani suits, to be fair, Old Trafford. I know he's probably is, his best sim- years.
2: Is, is Cavani not a similar mould to Lukaku? Just...
1: He, he, he works a lot harder than Lukaku in terms of off the ball. Yeah. I'm not saying he's better. Lukaku will score 25 goals for Chelsea. Brilliant striker, but he doesn't suit United. It's systems who he suits. He wouldn't suit Liverpool. He wouldn't... know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't back There's something
6: block. about Lukaku, though, even though his goal record is, is amazing... When we talk about, say, Lewandowski or we talk about Harry Kane or other strikers, there's never any que- real question about them. Whereas Lukaku, it always feels to me as if there is that slight... Yeah, he scores goals. And it always feels like there's there's a but to me. Just, just, just something that... I think he's still got something to prove at Chelsea in terms of being that guy who takes someone to attack. He's not like... Got lots of sort of honours in his career, or being that man who's took someone to something really before last season with Inter Milan. So he, he was at obviously Man United. That was a huge signing, but still never
1: got
2: across across
1: so the line. Personality as
5: well, Jimmy. Maybe. maybe. His personality, maybe. I mean, he's, he's he's
2: done he's done it in every every league he's played in.
1: I've got no doubts about Lukaku at all. I've got no buts. I've got buts about him. Say, for instance, at United. At certain clubs, yeah, certain yeah. clubs under certain but systems, and what you expect. You know, what, what does Manchester United expect from a striker? What does Chelsea expect? They have different expectations. I look at Chelsea with Lukaku up front, with Werner, Pulisic, Mount, Abraham, Ziyech, all those players around him that they're going to have. And Abraham's I think, gone, I think. Is Abraham gone? I think you when
6: might did you run, go we we'll we'll
2: cut that out, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just going say for
1: i
6: to
1: Switch my Twitter off
2: see did you kindly interrupted Jamie. Well, Shall have, I help him? <laughs> have Liverpool done enough in this transfer <laughs> window to challenge?
6: D- to challenge, yes, but the thing for Liverpool now is not challenging. It's not enough. Once you won the league title for the first time, a challenge is not enough. Now, I think Liverpool squad can challenge what they have right now. I think the big thing with Liverpool players, certain players attack-wise, say Sadio Mane last year and Roberto Firmino. I- I'm more Sadio Mane... How much did the sort of fans not being there affect them? It, I, I think Mane feeds off the crowd. Yeah. I must say I'm worried about Firmino ever getting back to, to what he was. And I still want a, a, a striker to come into Liverpool. And I know Firmino's not a striker and Liverpool don't play with one. But Liverpool have not actually have a centre-forward on the books for the first team. Even Origi plays left wing when he yeah. plays. So they don't have anyone who's, who you'd say a striker. And that's where I'd like to see Liverpool invest. And if they did that, I think they'd be there or thereabouts.
1: Have they got Jota, though, is it? He's
6: more of a wide left, isn't he? Coming on, He's One of those you can play three... I'm, I'm just so, someone whose role is... He plays down the middle, basically. Uh, have they done enough? I don't, I don't think Liverpool win the league with what they have right now. I'd like to see one more come in. Uh, but I think that'll just be on the fact of can Liverpool then move certain players on. So Liverpool have Shaqiri, Origi, maybe Minamino. Who you're thinking... Is that enough if the front three were out or Jota was out? And I'd like someone of better quality there. And If they had that, I'd think, OK, they'd be right in there in the mix. And I wouldn't say I fancy them to win the league. City are favourites, of course. But I wouldn't say I'm massively confident right now. But I think they've got you know, a good enough squad to make sure they have a challenge and they fight with
2: these other sides. But I'd like one more player to come in. Right, Let's talk United. Are you happy with the business that United have done? Sancho.
3: I think Sancho is a great signing, Rafael Varane, when you look about, especially for that kind of money, I don't think you can get a better central defensive partner for Harry Maguire. So in terms of those two signings, I think they're great. The only concern that I've got is if we are going to move to a 4-3-3 three, three, like, there's a lot of talk of at the minute, is our number six strong enough? Is Fred, is McTominay strong enough to play six on their own? Is Matic, has he got the legs to do it? Do we need another one in there?
0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game
5: without blowing your budget?
3: me to go back. <laughs> oh, <I'm> back. I, <laughs> I I agree.
5: Yeah, I still have my doubts with United, I think the, the couple of signings they've made are obviously fantastic, there's no doubt in the quality they've got in, but I'm worried definitely about the middle of the park, we can get to the goalkeeper in a minute and I'm still convinced with the right back, but I think the signings have been good and I, I still have a feeling United will pull something out of the bag over the next few weeks, mm-hmm. you know, I I still think they need someone in the middle of the park. I don't think, obviously, Fred. I think McTominay, good young player and is improving. Okay, let's talk of United changing system and going to a 4-3-3. and uh, yeah, the middle of the park worries me for United. I you definitely.
1: Solid midfielder.
5: I think they need to get one in. Yeah. I Do think you think they need to get one? Do you think they will? Because they've been, it's, Well, I don't know. That's the million-dollar question. Obviously, again, it depends. I, I think United again probably Ollie will. They probably have to move. A, People talk about recruitment at your football club for all and it'll be the same for a lot of people sitting here with their clubs. It's about shifting ple- people on as well. Yeah. So sometimes you are waiting for a couple of players to go out. Because United have a lot of, you know, Jesse Lingard and players like that in the background. They kind of have to shift them on. Do you they not have, think Jesse Lingard's done enough to come back and warrant? I, well, I don't think so, no, but that's just, it's, football's about opinions. I, I don't think Jesse Lingard's going to get Man United back challenging for titles. I think you're going back to Jesse. Jesse was already at Man United. I think he'd done well at West Ham, and maybe that type of club's a good fit for him. But if you, if you ask me to sit down do I think Jesse Lingard will get Man United back winning league titles then the answer is no and I'll say the same for Fred and maybe McTominay I think McTominy's a good young player I'd, I'd persevere with him but I, the proof's in the pudding I see Fred every week I, I can't see with Fred Ollie likes him he's the manager but I can't see it I think, I, I think the right back's probably not good enough for Man United and these are good players but if you're talking about winning league titles then they've come up short over the last few years and come up short it's not as if they've been close to winning. They've not. They've, and we're talking about the league here. OK, they've had some good cup runs. They've come up short in the big games. Man United, to me, needs someone in midfield. But that's, again, huge money, and I think they'll have to shift a few players on. But the problem is shifting players on from Man United or people like Arsenal and Man City. They're on huge money. Yeah. So the couple of players we mentioned here ago, they need to move on. They're not going anywhere. They're on huge money. They're not going anywhere unless they're getting proper deals somewhere else or Man United are giving them a lot to leave and, and people think well surely players will want to go and play somewhere a lot of players are sitting on contracts and I, I just don't mean the United lads I'm, there's lads at Arsenal sitting on huge money and they're in no rush to go anywhere that's, that, that's, that's a huge problem in football again not getting lads in it's getting lads out
1: Jesse needs to leave for Jesse, yeah. Yeah. Jesse just, you know, he got pride last year playing at West Ham you know, he's, he's the man there. and that to be, He'll come back here, he'll play 15 games, he'll be a good squad player. We do not want that again, surely, after what he experienced last season. So Jesse needs to leave for Jesse Lingard. I think the right-back's OK. I know we disagree on that. Gary, I, I want to put in here once.
5: OK is not good enough. I, I think he's OK. I, look, okay, I, he's when you put, say OK, I'm you're saying 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 good enough? enough, no, enough I'm talking about winning league titles. titles.
1: I'm comfortable with the right I'm comfortable with wan The reason I'm comfortable with wan is, I think, that if you look at a back four, we've got an outstanding attacking left-back. Yeah. I think we've got two excellent centre-backs now in Maguire and Varane. And I think, to be fair, to have one defensive player, you know, you look at Chelsea's back four or Liverpool's back four, they've they've got one player that's imperfect. Yeah. That's not, you know, you're not not all world-class. You very rarely have that. We had it when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Same question for years later. <laughs> you know, all right. we won that's a little bit dodgy. No, but I think wambasaka's is improving. Yeah. I think he's a good defender. I think that he holds up a side. I think with Sancho outside him, he text, he's never had a partner, by the way, for the last three yeah. years. He's been playing with about four or five different players outside him. So I think I'm all right with the right back. I won't be changing that too yeah. quickly. I think Matt Tommeny's okay and Fred's okay. Matt, I share the concern. Yeah. I, they, they how
5: many times have you said okay? No, no, no. no, 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 no. He's okay. I mean, he's he's okay. okay. I mean, look,
1: if they could sign a world class holding midfield player, yes, they won't sign yeah. a world class. They're not, not going to spend another 50, 60, 70 million quid. Yeah. They're done. I don't is know that, why. I,
3: is, is that not a problem? Like, it's a problem. Last time, last time we spoke I think it was 2019, we did this. I asked you if you felt if we had a little bit more failure because of the disappointing transfer window, whether the fans could turn again on the Glazers. Because they wouldn't turn on Ali, which over the last 12 months, I know we've had the Super League, which has kind of speeded that up, but we've seen that. So do you think we could see, because we're coming up to 10 years without a title, so if we continue to fail to rebuild, do you think we'll see more? Are the Glazers worried after what they've seen in the last yeah. time? How, how are you looking at the ownership? at the moment?
1: I'm, I'm torn a little bit at the moment in the sense of, there's the investment in the club from the owners and what they did with the Super League and the fact that, to be fair, he'd come out with that statement and said he was going to connect with the fans he's done a Zoom call for, for half an hour, which is not good enough. Yeah. Mm. But I do think the club needed to be more measured in the transfer window and get things right on a slow basis. They were too frantic in the transfer window for five, six, seven years after Sir Alex. I actually think the business they've done in the last three years is more measured. It's, it's, it feels more like it's the type of player we should be signing. But Chelsea have gone and bought Lukaku. Ch- City are after Kane and um, and they've got Grealish. They're going they're going you know, we've got Sanchez and Veram, which are good signings. I, I don't think it's enough, I agree with Roy. I would wanna see a centre forward. So for yeah. me, I'd be going all out to get Kane at Old Trafford. All out. If City can, buy can Kane, compete, why can't can we get compete with City, the, the, the money well, Yeah, we can compete. Did you do compete point. with
6: them. Man United's squad's more expensive than Man City
1: Yeah, but my point is, if, if Kane's available <laughs> for under every, 20, every player for United if, is over 50
6: million. <laughs> if the Glamis... of million. 80 million Maguire, 40 million Varane. Luke Shaw, 30 million, which, which is like 60 now, because he's been there about five years. Just bought a winger for 75 million. Fred's 50 million. Pogba's hmm. 89.
1: I didn't. Ooh, you, you, you know, you spend more than City. But, Joseph, you know, on, 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 if you said to me at the moment, if his statement yeah. was. Uh,
6: honestly, I need to know,
1: calm down. <laughs> honestly. Last year we said right wing.
6: Honestly. Last <laughs> year
1: we said <Everybody's> right wing. Everything's got to be 50 million. Right wing. <laughs> <don't know>. Centre forward. <laughs> Over 8 million. <laughs> we need a centre forward, yeah. a right winger, and a centre back. Okay. Right. I'm a midfield. You, you said Varane, Sancho, and Kane wins the league. I think they have a great chance. Oh, you said wins the league? Yeah, they have a great chance, yeah. They have a great chance. I think if Kane goes to City, forget forget Manchester United win the league. Forget it. If Kane goes to (laughs) Manchester United, you've got 25, 30 goals in your team. It's gold. Honestly, Kane is gold. Fact, it's just gold. Five years of absolute gold. So you've got him in your team, you've got Sancho on the right, you've got Varane and, and Maguire, I think you can hold a, a Wambasaka and a Matt because one, they've got the right spirit about them, they've got guts. No, they have, they've got... Roy, you off, you not, lose your no, no, Roy. No 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 no, no, Carry on. No, 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 I played for United, Darren Fletcher, John O'Shea, Wes Brown, my brother, Nicky... We were all... We, we, we had personality to play for the yeah. club, but we had great players around us that enabled us to be fair to win titles. Let's be clear. I'm saying if you put Mac Tomini in there with Wambasaka at right-back, but you put Shaw, Maguire, um, Varane... Pogba, Fernandez, Kane, Sancho and Rashford, you've got a great chance <laughs> winning the league. No, it's one player, by the way. It's one player, it's Harry Kane.
5: But the big problem with United you. as well, we We're go
1: back laughing. For... laugh I <laughs> right. uh,
5: of I United have a huge problem with the goalkeeper. Huge problem with the goalkeeper. Does, it, does, every, does every United fan have a problem with the goalkeeper, or is it? I don't care. That's just my opinion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, OK.
5: What's, what's your problem with De Gea or Henderson, both? <laughs> well, it's question. De Gea is. Yeah. The last two or three years it's been... The game is gone now. Henderson
3: ain't ready yet, though.
5: And no. he's not good. There's question marks over him. So we can talk about Man City here and we talk about Liverpool. We never talk about our goalkeepers because it's taken care of. do? Yeah. United, I get drawn back to that all the time. We talk about midfielders and fullback. The goalkeeper, not up to it. And people say, well, he was good, yeah, he was good six, seven years ago. I was good 20 years ago. You know, you can't <laughs> keep looking back. Yeah. At the moment, these keepers aren't. going Henderson okay, might give him more of a chance. But when he played for United, it's alright playing for Sheffield United. But playing for Man United is a different animal. But should, uni- he-
1: should United be going for Harry Kane? They should, shouldn't
5: they? Yeah, I'd love to see him.
1: Any club, obviously. Manchester United are built a history on going for the best British or Premier League player. That's been their, that's been their motto. Going back to you, well, well, going back to, trying to get Shearer, trying to get Gascoigne, Palister, Inns, you, you
5: talk about giving fans a lift. When you're a player and you're doing well, and we talk about Liverpool haven't really signed anybody, okay, the long-term injuries coming back. Players need a lift. You want to yeah. see a player walking through the door. I guarantee you, the Man City players last week, when I saw Greedish coming, they go, good, we love that. And it lifts us. Yeah. It kind of makes you want to do better yourself. So Man United have always been a club like that. Of course, God knows how many times they broke the record. But you've got to go out and that make statements all the time. And if Kane's available, he's English, he's 20 again. Well, they certainly have to be in the mix. If Kane wants to go and play for Man City and Pepco, fair enough. But well, you've got to surely be in the hunt for him. You sure. have to be. According to the Skybet
2: Fan Hope Survey, 96% of fans think that the winner of the Premier League is going to come from the top four. As in from the top four from last year. Can anybody do a Leicester? j can come to you. Can anybody do a Leicester... And who's the most likely to be in that position?
6: No, that, was, no, that, that won't happen. That was, just, that was something that I think looking, we'll, we'll be looking back on in 20, 30, 40 years' time. I think that was the most amazing thing that we've ever seen in the Premier League. It was unbelievable. And, and, and I think sometimes Leicester don't get enough respect for that season in terms of people saying, oh, it was a fluke, it was a one-off. I'm saying that it won't happen again. But in terms of the actual season it wasn't like everyone was a a disaster. And Leicester only lost three games that season, which if you lose three games, you win the league. You know, that's just, that's what it is. So they had a, a brilliant season. But in terms of other teams challenging, I mean, you're getting to the stage now where you're almost not classing Leicester as one of, the other teams because they beat City in the, in the, they won the FA Cup they yeah. beat City in the Charity Shield they're in the top four to, if, I mean, you the, the, know, two, just lost two out. seasons
2: in a row they're two wins the, the away really from
6: brilliant Chelsea. recruitment how, how they go about things they sell you know they sell big buy cheap yeah. and that's what they do uh, but in terms of not class unless they're in that group if you like I mean you look at Villa look like they're having a go even though they've lost Grealish Everton with Benitez no I don't see that West Ham last season. Arsenal? But th- those type of teams.
1: Tottenham,
6: Arsenal? No, no. I don't see I mean, Listen, they're classed as two of the big six. I know that upsets some people, but <laughs> I don't see. <laughs> Are you shaking their head? You think Arsenal do well?
2: No. No.
1: You know where Arsenal are right that, now? That's the worst I'd position to be in when your fan at the start of a season doesn't think you're going to do well. That's the worst but, but, position but to that, be in. Yeah. The position Arsenal in right now is where Liverpool were before
6: Jürgen Klopp where you're going sort of six or seven years without being in the Champions League, and every year you just fall further behind because mm. of the lack of revenue. You haven't, you kind of get the wages, you can't attract the players, and you just, whatever it is, you, just, you need something special, whether that's a manager or whether one of those big signings just ignites yeah. certain things. So, Luis Suarez did that for Liverpool when you felt you were going nowhere at one stage. Uh, Jürgen Klopp coming in, and before you know it, Liverpool are just, everyone just expects them to be in the top yeah. four every season now. Whereas before that, it was like, it was a hope. You didn't believe you would. You're getting your League towards the end of my career. So, that's the position Arsenal are in right now and I don't think anyone really fears them. I actually do fear for Arsenal at the well, start well done, of the season. I would disagree with that. Okay.
2: Uh, uh, so, you Ty, you, you are the most positive Arsenal yeah, fan no. I've You don't know, have ever two
7: met. fans, one. got 2 I'm <laughs> going to defend the team. I'm going to defend the team. Okay. Because all of a sudden now, we're suddenly nobodies. We're suddenly nobodies. No. You've got Gary Nick, Key, you got um, Keane, Neville there. Manchester United haven't always been at the top of Liverpool. So let's just get this straight. We've never been relegated, so all right, we haven't done well enough. But why, all of a sudden, are we classed as nobodies?
2: Nobody's
6: Nobody in teams are, no, in terms of winning he's, he's the no, league or winning the big trophy. But that's, no, no, trophy. No,
7: but that's, that's, that's what like you're saying. You're saying that Arsenal don't have a chance. Can Can you, think, you think no. they have a chance of winning the league? Who's talking about the league?
5: Who's? <laughs> 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 i just say something. Go on. The here, if you think for one second... We have huge respect for Arsenal Football Club. I don't think for one minute we think Arsenal are any sort of small. Arsenal are a huge club, great history. But at this moment in time, if you're talking about club's trying to win the league title and I'll sit there and say I don't think Man United will win the league title that's not against Man United I I same but against Arsenal I think that
6: is respect yeah, the that fact that we're respect. talking about Arsenal like that shows the respect we've yeah. got them for them that Arsenal should be doing more than what they're doing they're a huge football club and should be challenging but really think, for the title or the top you know honours do you think this being one of
7: their first years about like European competitions will be a benefit for them to like compete in the
5: league yeah I, I, again being out of Europe I don't think we'll help Arsenal win the league but it certainly might help and have Tough a better year. season and I, we go back to Arsenal again this summer like a lot of the people sitting it goes down to your recruitment can you get the right players Arsenal are probably still looking to get one or two players in but the biggest problem for Arsenal like every other club is shifting players out yeah. there's players at Arsenal on huge money and they can't get rid of them they can't get rid of them so then they're stuck in terms of trying to bring players in recruitment is key and then if you have a special manager fantastic This we're, we're not right in Arsenal off, but two years ago they won the FA Cup so they are exactly. a cup team. Yeah, of course, a lot of club people here would love to win the FA Cup. But we're talking here about winning league titles. Arsenal are way off it just because they haven't got the players, they haven't got the strength and depth. Did can it? I ask you a question? I mean, yeah. I, look, for four, five, six years
1: post-Alex Ferguson, I didn't know what the direction of Manchester United was. Under Ole, yeah. I can actually see that there is a direction that relates to its values. Yeah. What is Arsenal's direction and strategy at the moment? I, I generally haven't got a clue. From the top, who's the sporting director? Who signs the players? Mm. I, I don't know. Do you can you here, s- explain here, that to me? That. Yeah.
7: I mean for as far as we're aware it seems like Edu does all that stuff and that's why we've seen a lot of the Brazilian players come through in recent times. But at the moment he's on holiday in the most
4: important time <laughs> of our transfer window. so I
7: think he's been I on
5: holidays you... for about two years, isn't he? <laughs> <you?
4: laughs> <wouldn't, I> <laughs> nice one.
7: I wouldn't say that because we signed great players like Gabriel Martelletti, so I wouldn't say that. I just, I think I, I respect what you're saying, and I appreciate that. But I just think that it seems so easy to just knock us in, the, knock us all the time. Every time we get slammed on the radio, we get slammed on TV. I just Because people wait.
6: expect more of you. That's yeah. That's the fair, point. If that
7: is respect, yeah, fair enough. But then we don't have to be slammed. If we're in the bottom three, I can understand that. We've never.
1: But when was the last time you won the league? When was the last two time Arsenal? 2003
7: to 2004. Right. Okay.
1: We played the most titanic battles against Arsenal for about yeah. eight years. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was. So the respect is enormous between ourselves and Arsenal. We know it's a great football club. Yeah. But you haven't won a Premier League title for 17 no, years. Yeah. Manchester United now are coming on for nine, ten years. Yeah. When you haven't won this Premier League title as a big club for seventeen years, you do lose respect. Let's be clear. There is. is that inbuilt tradition, history that you obviously understand, yeah. but you need to win. You know, the, 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 Arsenal at the moment are not going to get the respect that the, 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 the club. To be fair, you can't be up as an Arsenal fan seventeen years without a title.
7: Listen, that's how it goes, isn't it? I mean, we won the most FA Cups. No one has the divine right. I think you lot said
6: it. No one has the divine right to win anything. No, I I agree with that. And listen, until Liverpool won it, we'd gone 30 years. And and I agree with what you're saying. You've got no divine right to be there. I get that. But say, for instance, Liverpool under Jurgen Klopp, when they hadn't won the title, or say Spurs under Pochettino, Spurs haven't won a title since 61, or maybe what Gary just mentioned in terms of Man United, you can see something. In the years since Wenger left, or since you won the title, yeah. f- for an outsider, it's been difficult to get behind anything with Arsenal in terms of, okay, they're not winning, but you can sort of see where this is going. Yeah, so when you're talking about the... Uh, Invincibles. Not, not the Invincibles, the yeah, uh, Edu was bringing Cops. the and Directed. Oh, yeah. You're oh, bringing Edwin. David Luiz in, and you're bringing Willian in. Yeah. Rejects from Arsenal, I'm just right. like I'm scratching yeah, my head, thinking yeah, I you're... can't get behind that, it's wrong, it doesn't yeah, but, work.
7: But then, but that's what you said. You said you're from the outside. You don't see what's happening inside. I go every week. Why, would do so? you see? No, but I see more than you because I go there every week. I'm watching the team. I'm not talking every... about the
6: team. Yeah. You're talking about, you're talking about you're no, we're the We're behind the scenes. I'm talking about, we're I'm talking a lot. about Edu. Oh, the the sign yeah, that yeah, you are so
7: Everyone, but everyone makes mistakes. Are we not allowed to make mistakes? Of course you <laughs> allowed to sorry.
6: make mistakes, but make the right mistakes. Yeah, why, are buying, not, why are you but buying? But why are Why you buying rejects from Chelsea who are over thirty and giving them big deals and yeah. you can't get rid of them? No, but no, that's, no, that's, yeah. not, that's yeah. not a mistake. I that's I a mistake, mistake before the tax yeah, That's
7: you, just stupid. Yeah, but it's, no, it's not stupid. It, it is stupid. It's not. Kevin De Bruyne's just gone
6: for nothing. Willian will go for nothing. You took a load of dough out your club and you're left with nothing. So, so, so you are now sporting director.
7: No, but he's. We have well, I wonder, tie, tie. I wonder about Willian. I wonder about Luis. Right yeah, no, no, no. I don't, I don't, think you
6: can call no, it. Chelsea reject,
2: basically. Yeah, but it's. See Chelsea reject At the, you time, got the best out of had And had was, had I shall have them. a good run at I Chelsea. Can. It wasn't like Willian was, was a terrible player, Brina. There was quite there was a bit of excitement around Arsenal when Willian coming. the experience? Why?
5: It shouldn't have been. There shouldn't have been. No, soured.
2: it soured. but At the time. Willian coming in, people, people were George, happy about
5: it. He wasn't going to make... We're talking about Grealish, you bring players to your, to your club yeah. to make you better. He wasn't going to make Arsenal better. I didn't think he had a personality, you saw him at Arsenal, a few, uh, Chelsea, the number of times being whipped off every week or sub. So. There's a reason for that. You know, there's a I'm, reason for I'm that. struggling with the direction
1: and strategy of, of Arsenal, which is what I asked you before. I, I don't know what you it did. is. You did. listen...
7: A lot of fans don't know what it is. is, is. Tottenham under
1: Pochettino, Liverpool under Klopp. You can see there's something there that you think, actually, there's an idea there. I don't see that, really.
7: You You are right, but then how many transfer windows did Klopp spend? How much money did he spend? Because Liverpool, as far as I remember, Liverpool were in the same position as before
1: they got in the Is, money. His net that well, not huge. I mean, if even now.
4: You're talking about hope, and that's fine. No, that's it's not the, not hope. no, no. The no, no, Leicester hope. thing's hope, isn't it? We all, everyone looks no, no, at Leicester and goes, no. if Leicester can do it, anyone can no, do it. The and that's the, the beauty of football. No, for the league. But Klopp, t- t- people do this a lot. They go, well, Jurgen Klopp came in and did this, and he did. He but didn't, he didn't come in overnight. Yeah. but he, he came did. in, he instigated a style. And, and then it took him three years to get windows. the players to be able to really get to that. And I know the much Europe spend? thing is interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting because 13, 14 Liverpool didn't have Europe. Yeah. But they had Luis Suarez. When Chelsea won the league under Conte, I don't think yeah, they had yeah. Europe. That's no, they didn't. And not did right? even right. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Liverpool well. and Chelsea didn't have Europe, but yeah. they, they challenged, and Chelsea had more. To yeah. Arsenal, we're not challenging. You right, right, hope because what's the point if you've got no hope? Then yeah.
5: Let's just all go on. We <laughs> make no, the no, one, That's, that's, the <laughs> the oh, that's, that's key for Klopp after two or three years. A, I'm sure a brilliant coach. They got the recruitment was key. From yeah, and Arsenal would be the same.
7: And they were willing to. let Arsenal got some really good young
5: players, but what Arsenal need in the next, to be fair, you made some valid points over next year or two. You're not going to get it done in one transfer window. It's got the right players, but also the right characters to your club. Liverpool brought top players into the club. And again, it goes back to paying big wages. Liverpool paid big wages. We're talking about Leicester. Leicester paid big wages to keep the people like Vardy and Johnny Evans. That's true.
7: And didn't Liverpool have flops? Of course, they did. Yeah, that was a mistake. The key is the key to have but what I'm saying is that mistakes. I don't. I, mistakes, I, don't, I, I think it's disrespectful to call it stupid because no one's going to make a mistake on purpose. But there's there's but that's a mistake that's mistake in action because when certain players at Liverpool made a mistake and Mignolet made a mistake, he was gone. You know, was Mignolet. Who's the one that made it in the? This tram- bit needs to so on Arsenal TV, doesn't it? This is Arsenal TV. it's Arsenal TV. We're
2: going to move We're going to move it on to move it on to Spurs. If you lose, Harry Kane how do you come back from that this it
1: it will have an impact for a good few years at that club that's how important he is it's a big problem Um, and i can see why to be fair daniel levy's holding out for massive money because you ain't gonna replace him you can't find another hurricane Another, another hurricane won't go to tottenham that's the problem Tottenham have got so the idea that you get 150 million quid in 160 140 they could not go and spend that money on getting another one of them because that player that is as good as him wouldn't go there. So that is the big issue they've got. They've, had, they've been there before with bail. It's
5: yeah. recruitment. Again, I keep going back to recruitment. So just as Spurs do sell Kane and someone gives £150 million, and you think, well, we can go and buy a top striker, a bit like Arsenal. The top players want to play in the Champions League. And you might go, well, we've got a project for the next one or two years. Players aren't interested. The top players. You can try and go and get one or two young players. But the top boys, so the £150 to, million to Spurs in a sense is no good to them. They put in the bank or they go and try and spend it. Spurs have already bought a few players over the last few few weeks. And Spurs will always be... I, I've always had a soft spot for Spurs. I know I give them stick on the TV, but that's just having a laugh with people. Yeah. I followed Spurs as a kid. But Kane, if you take Kane, obviously we don't know the new signers will come in. But you're thinking, without Kane, they'd, they'd be in table. I, I go back to Harry Kane is what Steven Gerrard was at Liverpool, where you
6: feel like, oh, if he leaves, everything falls apart. He's a, t- he's a, t- he's a, a, a hope.
2: He's a talisman, yeah. yeah.
6: Liverpool didn't win the league with Steven Gerrard. Harry Harry Kane hasn't won a trophy with Tottenham. And I'm not saying they should sell him and and it'd be better, because he's an amazing player. I love him. But they're not winning with him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you know so sometimes you've got to think about that they're and brittle and I, though they're brittle that change in no brittle. I know but w- where's the lowest Tottenham will ever finish let's be totally honest you sell Kane you, you, spe- you spend 100 million on a few days t- Tottenham will always be sixth challenging for Champions League positions as they have been with Kane when it was amazing under Pochettino they were challenging for the title it, amazing but I, I go back to sort of Liverpool and Pochettino Spurs being very like nothing in it couldn't quite win the league yeah. and Liverpool I wouldn't say they they did it deliberately, but they almost forced to sell Coutinho. And then they reinvested and went to another level above Tottenham. That's what, that's what, at that time, those teams were nothing in it. And getting Van Dijk and Alisson in with the Coutinho money, moved them there. Now, again, I'm not saying they should sell Kane, but this thing that, like, a club will fall apart because Harry, they haven't won anything with them. So,
1: you have got to remember that. No, it'll take a a couple of years for that dressing room to recover from Kane. No, I know, but
6: where are they going to finish, even if they recover? They're not going to go lower than
1: sixth. finish now. I hope he leaves. I hope he
2: leaves. You hope he leaves? Yeah, Yeah, for his own sake.
1: I think for his own sake, I think for Tottenham, to be fair, because it's going to hang over them this season. They're they're going to know they've got a player and a captain who doesn't want to be there. I don't think there's anything worse for a football fan going into a ground where you've got a player that you think doesn't want to be at your club, particularly a prominent player. It's horrible. There's yeah. nothing yeah. worse the than that. Let's go, let's no. go to a, a Spurs fan. Uh, yeah, I, I watched your uh,
4: interview you did with Harry Kane. Do you enjoy it? I hate it. <laughs> 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 I hope you never get to speak to another Spurs player ever again. <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst part of this interview, and there, there are many bad bits, but the worst part <laughs> was the fact that he got to value himself. He had, he's under contract and he said, oh, it'd be a riot. Spurs would know, do well to get £100 million out of me. That was completely inappropriate, I thought. He's, he's a player, you play well to generate your transfer value. But fundamentally, he signed a six-year deal. How can he, in, in, with any good conscience, say Spurs should uh, accept £100 million for me?
1: Look, I, I, I completely agree with you, and I completely agree with the idea that you, know, you can't not turn up for training. You have to turn up to do your job. So you have to. But I also know Harry Kane. I know him. I worked with him for three years. He's like a, a saint when it comes to football, honestly. He's like, doesn't do anything wrong in his life, doesn't drink, most professional. So for him to get to this point, I can only imagine that something behind the scenes has happened that's made him completely disrespect and go to something the that- The gentleman's I'm, agreement. Well, I,
4: look, I don't I
1: don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is that's annoyed me. I genuinely don't. So I didn't have a little off the cuff conversation with Harry and say, what's happening behind the scenes, Harry? I genuinely didn't. Everything that he said, he said on camera, but He's got to turn up for training, and if you're under contract, you've got to perform to that contract. That's a fact. However, for him, who is the most professional player, one of the most professional players I've ever seen, to do what he's done, he must feel badly wronged. And I don't know what that wronged would be, but he must feel really badly wronged.
2: Have any of you experienced that? Been in a changing room where someone's been in a similar situation to Harry Kane and had that?
1: Yeah. Play out? yeah. And andrick and Chelsea was like that. United when he 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 kicked off the and then left that summer. Do you remember
5: when he was? Yeah. Yeah, but Andre wouldn't have been such a big player in the dressing room, no, was he? No. He, was, he was an important player and a, and a really good guy, don't get me wrong. And sometimes every player's got their own battles going on with the club and Andre would have had his problems or doubt and sometimes a player would be upset about contract stuff. But yeah, but Andre never downed tools, to be oh. fair to him. He never came and he yeah. thought he has been a bad lad. But I think it does go on at clubs and I, I, I agree. I think we're Harry. I think there's nothing wrong with a player wanting to leave a club and better himself. We all do that in life, surely. We all want better things in life for ourselves and our families. But also for Harry to put a price on himself, you go, listen, you did sign the deal. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's on five grand a week at Tottenham. I'm pretty sure they're looking <laughs> at you know, he's on a good deal. Yeah. And if Man City, I'm sure speaking to his brother or his agent, and they want to do the deal, then let them let them do the deal. If Man City really want you, and when I suppose from Spurs' point of view, and I'm again we're just guessing I suppose if Spurs have almost said to him, Listen, if something comes in for you, yeah, we'll have a look at it, no yeah. doubt. And they might say that last year to him in a bit of a gentlemen's in agreement, whatever the hell that means. Um, yeah, but it depends on the offer. That's up to Spurs. Exactly. It's yeah. up to this. I, I had, I, we go back to Grealish. Grealish had a, a, obviously a, a clause in his contract. I think obviously it was 100 million. I done it when I was at Nottingham Forest. I was signing a contract when I Forest and we got relegated. I had a clause and I could leave for 3.5. It's, it's clean. It's straightforward. That was back then. I know in the Spanish league, I think it's, I think it's in every player's, every player's, I think every player's clause has, has a yeah. certain uh, release clause. Who put in your contract? I did. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm smart. I'm a smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> I am, believe it or not. And, uh, and I had a clause, and so when Forest got relegated, I could leave for that figure. But it was after the first of September, that's why United eventually, to be fair, dragged their heels for 250 grand, and it was 3.75. But Harry, you can have your cake and eat it. And Gary keeps saying, and to be fair, he's a great lad. And we don't know the engineers, but i think the great lads still get on with their training and make sure if, the, if he's going there's, to leave
4: there's been great examples of, uh, of players that were had, you know weren't held up as in the same regard as harry kane in terms of his character modric was had to stay another year got on with it and had an incredible season with us um carrick played 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 really well for spurs when he was you know had a desired move to go to manchester united so there are examples of where players have been made to stay and play well and as you say he's a, he is a professional and i'd be amazed if he doesn't give it all if he has to stay this season. But they were allowed to leave, weren't they, in the end? Yeah, in the next year.
5: Do you think Daniel Lee will ever let Kane if leave? The money's right. If, if, yeah, but only if the money's
4: right. It's OK, this is the
5: gentleman's agreement where Harry might have gone to see him, but, well, next year will you let me go? Yeah, yeah. But Only if what the figure's the right. Team and team if, it if, it if you're Spurs and you see Greedish go for £100 million, yes. then Spurs are entitled to say, ben, well, we want a, ben, Whatever might be, £200 million, Ben
4: White. Right? Ben White. Of Brighton to Arsenal for 50 million, and Kane's worth the recruitment at Arsenal. Jesus, <laughs> don't get him started again. Don't get him
2: started again. <laughs> no, no, take the mic away.
7: Fantastic,
6: <laughs> done Fantastic recruitment, very happy. <laughs> we, we had that at Liverpool with Torres, yeah, where he wanted to go. Benitez had left and he did down tools, he wasn't given everything. I don't think that'd be the case with Kane. Oh, Kane no. has got too much. Uh, too much respect, I think, for himself. I think the way people see him as the England captain, I think he would do what Modric did or maybe Michael Carrick you mentioned. I think Kane would be fantastic for Tottenham next season. I don't think it would be a case of what Liverpool had with, with Fernando Torres, where you're actually thinking it is better for everyone to go. Yeah, I don't think it would ever get to that. I think the difference with Kane is, though, his age. When you say, oh, just give him another 12 months... He's got 28 and he's... Yeah, but he, he's 29 as a striker as well. Who's not a striker who is the most mobile... You know he's coming deeper. That his game's evolving and change is coming a bit deeper at time. So I, d- I just I don't think it'd be as easy as you just think. Okay, he's got two years to go. Just pay hundred million next year. Really, I yeah. think Man City might start be looking at maybe Mbappe or Haaland then in twelve months' time. So
5: but I it think it might be slightly year. different. It's, like, it's strange. We're talking about Harry Kane. We're saying he's a great pro. So we think he'll get his head down and train properly and perform. Is not what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah, so we shouldn't when, when be praising him for it. that either. We that's his job, be... isn't it? That's what I'm saying to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's his job. yeah, You're <laughs> right. But what's it he's a great pro and he trains properly and he's a good lad. He turns up. Mm. Well, that's crazy. your job. <laughs> 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 My God. I mean, that's I, can I ask a question? No, but he's no, a great no, lad. No, he's no, a great no, lad. No, no, a great no, lad no, can I no, a question of the Tottenham
1: fan? Right. Who, who do you trust most? If you, You've never met them, probably, but who do you trust most, looking at them from the outside as a Tottenham fan? Harry Kane or Daniel Levitt? And who do you think will have basically lied to one or the other? Number Why one. Secondly, what reception will Harry Gain- Kane get on Sunday from the fans?
4: Um, honestly, I think he's done a lot to sully his reputation with the Spurs fans. You will get booed?
0: No, oh, no. 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 Harry, yeah, hey, if not he yet. scores a goal, you'd be, all, you listen, point, you'd be <laughs> off again, your feet. Of course. <laughs> given, given.
4: But, uh, but, but just, I mean, in terms of the, the integrity of both of them, Daniel Levy's job is to. But who would you trust?
5: Them. Who would you trust?
4: I I mean, you know the answer. I mean, the trust is—you'd say probably Harry Kane has. They've been wronged on some level, but I don't care because you signed the, the, the contract six years. You're happy to sign that. And you had an agent who, you, you would, you, if you believe I, everything, is capable of doing his job properly and protecting I, his client, his brother. There should have been a clause. There wasn't one. I agree. He gave leverage to yeah. Daniel Levy. Why is it wrong that Daniel Levy is now exerting that leverage?
1: I've, I've To be fair, lauded Daniel Levy for the last five, six years as one of the best football operators. He's tough. He gets the price that he wants. He'll hold out. He's got nerve. However, I do also think if you say to someone, look, I'm going to let you go next summer, if that's what he said, and now he's not letting him go for the 100 million, if that's the number that was mentioned by Daniel Levy, Harry Kane, i would feel wrong, You'd feel can, wrong only, right, you would feel wrong by that you yeah. no, no, really
6: can only let him go for for the market value but let's so no one here, daniel livy i think if, if man city paid 150 million we all agree we think he'd go a bit
4: more but
6: okay 150000000 no. so Oof. so there is no, a one, seven, no but what i'm saying is that so Tottenham are saying he can go but it's that figure so they're not, they're not stopping so him from going you can't
2: replace Players so Like we were saying, a a Harry free. Kane with one player, you have to
5: replace him with three Which is exactly yeah, what, as far as Spurs have survived, You know, they've moved players on You haven't and won anything
4: with them Bale. No, well, That's not what we do, we don't win things, we just sort of, po- sort of <laughs> No, I'm not saying you should sell <laughs> and, def- and de-
6: them I'm defending Daniel Levy in terms of there's obviously been agreement, I can go, gentlemen's agreement But who knows in, so say he signs the, the contract, I think it was after the Champions League final I can go after a couple of years or in this summer who knows what the market value is in terms of prices, then, unless you've actually written a figure down like Grealish has? So, market value is basically always based off somebody else. So, if, Gre- as you say, Ben White's 50, Grealish is 100, how can you say Kane's 100? Market well, value need- for Harry Kane then is, is 130, 140, whatever you want to be. So, I don't yeah. think Spurs is saying we won't sell him, but you've got to get, give us what we see as market value. And if you've paid
5: 100 for Jack Grealish, Harry Kane is 150. Go on, Gary, Sorry, Gary makes the point. Uh, Jamie, t- keep using this word trust. Where does trust come into it? What's trust got to do with you and your football club? Why are you signing a contract? You're signing a professional contract with them. That's, that's like selling your house. You, you get solicited. You can't say, oh, and by the way, next year will you let me go? It's rubbish. It's, and it's not about who do you trust the most. Harry Kane's going to look after his own interest and yeah. sports are going to look after own. There's nothing wrong with that. But this idea that you can say, last year you promised me this, yeah, I've never had so much rubbish in my life. Can I
4: something, guys? Definitely. Basically, what I know what your perception of Harry Kane, trying to force him a batch does it really actually matter? What I mean by that, obviously, fans, like, we care, because we're fans in the club and all this kind of stuff, but Kane's trying to get what's good for his career. And if i being honest, it's kind of commonplace in football. Van Dyke did it, you know, at Southampton. I mean, ultimately, no-one's going to say he made the wrong call there. He got, you know, He's won a Champions League, he won the league, and this is from a City fan saying that. I mean, does it actually really matter? Is this all noise and he's just going to get what he wants and no one's going to care in two months anyway? You know, like, because we're debating, oh, you should turn up a training, which obviously you should. Isn't this just part of the game, I guess, I'm making? Well, great making.
5: point. You should be sitting up here. No, <laughs> <great point. laughs> That's a great point. That's uh, a great point. Yeah, no one's begrudging Harry Kit. And I suppose Levy at some stage was working in some other industry and he thought, I want to better myself. But it's how you do it. Yeah. It's what, what Harry can be doing is dictating the spurs, the fee or when he goes or what. That's up to Spurs. I think nobody, nobody no, no, even no, a really decent nice. Spurs fan would go, So no, Harry, you're 28, you've been a brilliant player, a great servant, a, a brilliant lad apparently. No, I think no one would begrudge him going to Man City, but it's a Tottenham's valuation. It so, has yeah, to see, be. Because if, if, if every player dictated how much they were going to go for, what's the point in having a contract? Is Harry going to give all no, the money no, he get back to Spurs for the last few years? It's, it's give and take. You can't have your cake and eat it. You can't say it to a club, you know, I'm going to sign a contract for 200 grand a week, but next year I, I, want, to, I want to head away and, and, and I'll dictate the transfer fee
4: you can't do. Yeah, and I agree. It's different, Gary, but obviously when Ronaldo wanted to leave to Madrid, you're like, you, you start player and stuff like that. Like, it, it, Was there a feeling that you would, obviously you would have kept him, but you know, when players want to go and you know it, is there an attitude around the dressing room for all three of you? So yeah. Where you're like, but, well, just let him go. But or but that, was well that was well known.
1: That was well known. There was an agreement in place that basically, <laughs> it, was, it was a gentleman's agreement. No, I know, yeah, I know. I know I guess, that he could leave in a year. He had to stay one more
3: year. You, you did the interview with Harry Kane about leaving Spurs. Let's say it was Rooney in, was it old 10 When he possibly wants... Would you have done the interview with him and given him that opportunity? That
1: was a player at United
3: then. No, but let's safe, say you were and Steph was you player, right. Would you? Would you do if it was a United player and you were neutral if, if with someone, your if emotions? Someone, if, if someone came to... If, if, if
1: Paul Popper or David De Gea said, come and do an interview with me tomorrow, I'd go and interview them, yeah. Mm. Asking them questions. Would you I defend mean, you, I, them as
3: much I, I, in terms of them wanting to leave their club with your emotions with United and defend Ruth? Um, just, just asking. No, like, I. Because Harry you Kane, know, no, you defend no, him a bit, don't you? Like, no, no, he wants not to really. Because to be fair,
1: David Beckham left Manchester United. Yeah, you know, other players left Manchester United. That, you know, David Beckham's leave from Manchester United to go to Real Madrid was at a point whereby at that point the relationship was falling down.
6: Yeah, but you didn't interview him, did you?
1: No, but I knew <laughs> at that point. I knew at that point he wanted to leave the club. And I respected the fact he wanted to lead the club. So I understand people want to leave football clubs. It's not a problem. I have a problem with how they conduct themselves whilst they're there. You can't complain about how Eric conducts himself at top.
3: he's done an interview. If Paul Pogba did an interview with, but with been- Josh Denzel and said, I want to leave Man United and if PSG pay United 50 but you know, million, you know well, something, no, Isn't Adam, that But Adam, that- the
1: way in which Paul Pogba has conducted himself and his agent at Manchester United for four years, I think has been at times well below standard, right? So is this. No, From Harry this King. is a one-off at the end of a point whereby he wants to leave. My point is, it, is you know, United fans have been saying that to me. This is isolated incident. No, but what I'm saying is, that Paul Pogba comes up, but Paul Pogba's agent, has three times off the back of Champions League exits, really bad defeats, has come out and said Paul wants to leave Manchester Paul United. Pogba's
3: also want to try
1: for us. Mid-season, you're not Mid- defending Pogba, right no, like no, are you? Mid-season, you can't
6: have it both ways. You can't have a both. You You can't be Having a go with him for defending I'm not Kane. A I'm just the no, what I'm saying is, Harry Kane so you're is having a go to... with Harry Kane, but then you're trying to defend Pogba. And that's the but Everyone here thinks about their own football club. You've just said about, you basically saying, I'll oh, just let Kane go. What well, was I'm you not, thinking of when. That. What was you thinking think exactly when. The end
4: game anyway? No, no, no memory
6: but memory what I'm saying is. I'm lucky as a City fan. So the Tottenham football. fan is saying, Harry Kane's out of order. You're saying, just let him go. Does it benefit you? When Man City were winning nothing, when Man City were winning nothing. How would you feel when Sean and I first went to I Chelsea? You I was there. I was there. I, I, I was gutted.
4: Exactly. You're defending Pogba, but I'm going to go with Kane.
3: What I'm saying, what I'm, saying is, I'm not it. defending Pogba, I'm saying the narrative around Harry Kane trying to force his way out of a club is very different to... Raheem Sterling, Wayne Rooney and Paul Pogba. No, no, it's no, very different no, Wayne, and he's done worse. No, Wayne
1: Rooney, so Wayne Rooney basically sent out that statement. We were walking into the changing room. It was a league, I can't remember what game it was, it was a night game. Champions League game. Yeah, Champions League game. We're all walking into the changing room. Sky Sports News headline comes up, Wayne Rooney makes a statement he wants to leave the club. Me and Giggs, had a chat with him the next morning and said, you have to go and apologise to your teammates. That was out of order. It was out of order, that. Massively out of order. To do that just before a Champions League game, mid-season, if he wants to leave, he can leave at the end of the season. He can deal with that with the manager, with the club and everything. David Beckham left, but he didn't go out before a Champions League game and say, I want to leave the club. He Spurs didn't. were
3: still fighting for European no, no. spots.
1: My point is, at that, that point, Rick Weaver did it in the wrong way and he apologised to his teammates the day after. So my point is, that wasn't accepted in the United changing room at that time because of the timing of it. If at the end of a season... You know, Ronaldo, after, a champion, after the Champions League victory in Moscow, he wanted to leave. But it was the end of a season, and we knew he wanted to leave. But we knew that he'd given his all for us during the season. Harry Kane gave everything for Spurs last season. Yeah, but the
6: season was still going. The I, I, was still
2: I, going. I, I, I get that. We I mean, had one game to go. I mean, so come on. We had one game to go.
3: It was an we
2: could go, it. We, could go, we could go all day on Harry Kane, Tottenham, Transfers. Um, Are you defending I think we're going ta- to take a- no, I
3: just, I just can't stand the narrative around Harry Kane. I find it hypocritical. Why? I find a British You've media. You've just
7: been hypocritical? No, I'm not, though. You're going right? mentioned- to go with Kane and How? Pogba.
3: How? I'm not the defending same thing? Pogba. I used Pogba as an example, the same way I used Raheem Sterling, the same way I used Wayne Rooney as an example, to the way the media and some pundits spoke about them when they wanted to leave their clubs. But when it's Harry Kane, it's you called him a saint. That's rubbish. No, hang on a minute. No, I also said
1: he, he cannot not turn up for his football club. He has to come and do his job, and he's got to do that. And he cannot basically just not turn up for his teammates, that respect to his teammates. I have just said that. You're ignoring that bit.
3: No, I know. So you you've still narrative. called him a, a football insane no, at a tri- very, very... No, prior to that,
1: prior to this incident, this is a football insane. You don't know where he goes out, he doesn't drink, he's professionally he trains every single day. He's been a football insane for the last mm. ten years, has he not? I, it's just
3: a footballing... I don't, I oh, it oh it my God.
1: Right. Right. I mean, <laughs> before before it gets too
0: heated, body. we're
2: going to take a oh bit of half-time break. Man.